There is a story that goes quite well with our gospel reading for today, and I'm going to share it with you. There is no author attributed to this story, so I will share it and uh, hope you see what I see. The story concerns a monastery that had fallen upon hard times. It was once a great order, but because of persecution, all its branch houses were lost, and there were only five monks left in the decaying house, the abbot and four others, all over 70 in age. Clearly, it was a dying order. In the deep woods surrounding the monastery, there was a little hut that a rabbi occasionally used for a hermitage. The old monks had become a bit psychic, so they could always sense when the rabbi was in his hermitage, the rabbi is in the woods, the rabbi is in the woods, they would whisper. It occurred to the abbot that a visit to the rabbi might result in some advice to save his monastery. The rabbi welcomed the abbot to his hut, but when the abbot explained his visit, the rabbi could say, I know how it is. The spirit has gone out of the people. It is the same in my town. Almost no one comes to the synagogue anymore. So the old abbot and the old rabbi wept together. Then they read parts of the Torah and spoke of deep things. When the abbot had to leave, they embraced each other. It has been a wonderful time that we should meet after all these years, the abbot said. But I have failed in my purpose for coming here. Is there nothing you can tell me that would help me save my dying order. No, I am sorry, the rabbi responded. I have no advice to give, but I can tell you that the Messiah is one of you. When the abbot returned to the monastery, his fellow monks gathered around him to ask, well, what did the rabbi say? The rabbi said something very mysterious. It was something cryptic. He said that the Messiah is one of us. I don't know what he meant. In the time that followed, the old monks wondered, wondered whether the significance to the rabbi's words, the Messiah is one of us, could he possibly have meant one of us monks? If so, which one? Do you suppose he meant the abbot? Yes, if he meant anyone, he probably meant Father Abbot. He, was, he has been our leader for more than a generation. On the other hand, he might have meant Brother Thomas. Certainly, Brother Thomas is a holy man. Everyone knows that Thomas is a man of light. Certainly, he could not have meant Brother Elred. Elred gets crotchety at times. But come to think of it, even though he is a thorn in people's sides, when you look back on it, Elred is virtually always right, often very right. Maybe the rabbi did mean Brother Elred, but surely not Brother Philip. Philip is so passive, a real nobody. But then, almost mysteriously, he has a gift for always being there when you need him. He just magically appears. Maybe Philip is the Messiah. Of course, the rabbi didn't mean me. He couldn't possibly have meant me. I'm just an ordinary person. Yet supposing he did, suppose I am the Messiah. Oh God, not me. 
I couldn't be that much, could I? As they contemplated, the old monks began to treat each other with extraordinary respect on the chance that one of them might be the Messiah. And they began to treat themselves with extraordinary respect. People still occasionally came to visit the monastery in its beautiful forest, to picnic on its tiny lawn, to wander along some of its paths, even to meditate in the dilapidated chapel. As they did so, they sensed the aura of extraordinary respect that began to surround the five old monks and seemed to radiate out from them and permeate the atmosphere of the place. There was something strangely compelling about it. Hardly knowing why, they began to come back to the monastery to picnic, to play, to pray. They brought their friends to this special place and their friends brought their friends. And then some of the younger men who came to visit the monastery started to talk more and more with the old monks. After a while, one asked if he could join them, then another and another. So within a few years, the monastery had once again become a thriving order. And thanks to the rabbi's gift, a vibrant center of light and spirituality in the realm. The rabbi's gift of inviting the monks to figure out who the Messiah among them was brought about extraordinary respect. And it was in that transformation that they not only saw in one another, but that they saw in themselves is what Jesus is doing for the disciples in today's gospel. Jesus has started from last week's gospel, beginning to tell them of his impending death and resurrection in Jerusalem. And he's turned his face that way. And he again tells them today, I'm going to be betrayed, I'm going to die, and I'm going to rise to new life. And they still don't understand it. And then he sets a little child in front of them. And he asks them to put themselves aside, because they were trying to figure out who was best among them, but we have figured out with Jesus, and Jesus is trying to teach them and us that, well, we must become servant so that we can be what we have been called to be, so that we can be vulnerable and generous and hospitable, but most importantly, loving. And so when he puts this little child in front of them, this transformation begins to happen for them, and they start to see, perhaps just a little more clearly, what Jesus is asking of them. That they must put aside their own desires, their need to be first, their need to be best, and to care for this little one, but to care for one another and to care for those they do not know. Our call is, as disciples is to care for the least of these, the other, the unknown. In the story of the rabbi's gift and what we learn each and every week, and hopefully every day as well, is that the extraordinary respect that is shown in the story that Jesus tells to the disciples, 
that we see each day in and out, it transforms us as people so that the other, the least among us, is no longer other any longer, but more brother or sister, so that we find that respect, that we find that love, that we are the vessels from God to bestow upon this world. I don't know about you, but each day, finding a way to be respectful seems to be harder and harder these days. We get caught up in our own little bubbles. We have to worry about lots of different things, from being responsible adults and figuring out how to pay bills and do things and keep things in order, to even being a student. And how do we study and learn and play and grow? All of that is put upon us. We sometimes forget that we need one another and ourselves in this world. And that, most importantly, love is what is going to get us through all of this and respect of one another and in our place and time. For we know who we are and whose we are. And how we act is a reflection of that. So may this story of the rabbi's gift go with you this week. And find extraordinary ways along your path to show respect and love for someone else. It might be something very, very little, very small, insignificant in your own eyes. But that's what those words were, kind of small and insignificant. Yet the transformation that happened was monumental and life-giving. That same transformation happens when we allow Jesus to be a part of our lives and for us to be the vessel of Jesus out in the world. May God's love and respect be with you this week. Amen.